listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Ambitious AF. I'm Caroline Lewis. I'm super excited because it's Friday, and Friday means interviews with super ambitious women. And today I'm so, so grateful to have met and to introduce you to Catherine. So she is a grief expert and transformation life coach, and her business Mm -hmm. is called Collective Soul Evolution. So she also has a Facebook page, but we'll talk more about that towards the end. Um, But it's some, it's an industry I have not talked about. Um, and I have not brought on a coach like you yet, but it's uh-huh. crazy because we, we both lost very important people in our lives. So yes. I'm very, very excited to dive further. So Catherine, please Absolutely. introduce yourself. <laughs> yes. Well, so hello everybody. And thank you again, Caroline, for this opportunity. And yes, yeah, so grief is not, uh, it's not a common su- subject, but How this all came about was I actually lost my husband in 2016, John Andrews, and it was very sudden. It happened very, very quickly, Mm. Uh, literally from the day that we had found out exactly what was going on with him. So we found out that he had liver damage. Mm. One week later, he passed and he had a heart attack. So what happened was the liver... And because I had already been in a very late stage, it started to produce uh, toxins in his body, mm. which then aggravated his heart. We found out later on that um, from the coroner that his heart was also 95% blocked in his main mm. artery. And so when those toxins were being released mm-hmm. in the body, aggravated the heart, and he had a heart attack. So, mm. you know, like I said, it was, it was super fast. You know, I had lost some people in my life. However, for me at that point in time, now John and I had been together for 16 years. Mm. Obviously, there's this bond that's been created. We Mm -hmm. had also known each other much longer than that, probably 30 years plus, um, because we had known each other since we were 14 years old. So it was a really long time, long history. That being said, I really had no idea what this whole grieving Mm. thing was about and I really had it that okay this has happened Mm -hmm. I'm gonna move forward however I didn't know how to move forward I didn't know what that next step was because everything that I did was with John you know Mm -hmm. all of our routines what we did day in and day out, you know, the plans and all, and all of that stuff. So it was very hard to even understand, like, how could I even move forward? I don't see that future anymore because this is what it was always, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we grow up with that story, that narrative of, you know, 
find a great partner, live happily ever mm-hmm. after. But what they don't talk about is all the other things that can happen mm-hmm. to <laughs> throw you off track. And so from that, I, I then took time to go to the doctor, go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. And one of their first, um, you know, immediate solutions was take some sleeping pills. We're going to put you on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And right away, you know, my intuition kicked in and it was a flat out no. It was almost like alarm bells, like (laughs) no. And so listening to that, then I said, okay, well, what is there to do? So I then started diving into all of these different teachings and modalities. Uh, so whether it was Ayurveda, the Hindu chakra system, breath work, tapping, yoga, meditation, I really dove into understanding what are those things that I can do, body, mind, and spirit, mm. to heal myself. And so I spent the last number of years just really diving into that, you know, hiring coaches, spending time with spiritual teachers, just really understanding uh, how to presence ourselves and move through the highs and lows of the emotions when mm-hmm. we've lost somebody. Mm-hmm. And so through that discovery, you know, and so while actually I'm on that journey, you know, and I'm learning all these different things, I am now then starting to share my story, talking mm-hmm. to other people who have lost someone that they love, that are very close to them. And I started to find a common thread between every single person that I spoke to, which was number one, they had no idea what grieving was. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, is, or they thought that they knew um, and kind of moved through it the way they knew best. But all of them, what I had noticed is whether it was five years that had gone, 10 years that had gone, 20 years, whatever the time was, all of them decided in that moment to only live life a certain way. Mm. And most of them, it was, I can't move forward. I can no longer live. Mm. I'm not going to love again. You know, I can't do, it was just, that was what I was hearing from so many people. And I thought, oh my God, okay. At the time I was 42 and I thought, okay, I'm 42. I really don't know how much longer that, that, you know, how much longer I have on this earth to live, but heck, I don't want to live it like that. So how, how, you know, what do I do? And Mm -hmm. so that's then where I really started seeing, okay, how can I help other people see that? Yes. When we lose someone, there is going to be that, that moment of, you know, missing the physical, the physicality of the other person. Mm -hmm. However, what tools are we using to understand how to move forward? Not feeling that we are half of a whole, feeling that we're incomplete, feeling that like that we can't love again. Mm-hmm. How do we transmute those emotions or those thoughts to one that's way more empowering and way more powerful that you still continue to live life for as long as we continue to be here? Mm-hmm. And so based on that premise and just what I started to discover more about myself, um, you know, it's really wild because then in 2018, when I started seeing, you know, really facing the fact that I had been doing a lot of avoidant mm. coping mechanisms and the, the, the detriment that it was actually having on myself, on my spirit, I decided to go into solitude for a year. 
So within that year, that's when I really dove into my spirituality, um, just getting really present with myself. My, my self-awareness started to increase and really understanding what it meant to be present with myself and others. So that's what happened in 2018. And whilst that was also happening, um, I, was also, I was doing a lot of writing. Hmm. And I came upon this book called, uh, you know, you may have heard of it. It's from Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. And it's a combination of journaling in the morning and going out on an artist date, which is really a date with yourself every single mm. week. Okay. Going through that process. So the book, the way it's laid out, you do it over the course of four months. Mm-hmm. Okay. During that four months, I started realizing, okay, so I've been doing all this work, understanding how to heal myself, you know, physically through my mind and my emotional states. Okay. Spiritually. But the one thing that I found that was missing that really just completed everything with, um, was creative expression. Hmm. What is something that I innately just love doing that was a gift or a talent, okay, um, that I hadn't done? And it was the writing. I used to do it all the time as a kid, writing mm-hmm. in my diary, you know, writing stories, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then, of course, you know, we get into adulthood and I mm-hmm. stopped, Right. So as a way to also heal, I wrote to John. So that's where a lot of the writing came in. Mm -hmm. So when the book, when I started reading the book and I said, okay, you know what? Well, I've been writing and, um, you know, I'm going through these exercises. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to launch a blog. This is another way for me to share my story Mm -hmm. to, you know, a larger audience. And, you know, by doing that, at the same time, I'm also healing myself because it was a way for me to put words on paper mm-hmm. that I couldn't express with another person or I didn't feel comfortable. It was just something that I wanted to keep for myself. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that in 2019, I launched my blog in January. Um, and then it, it was just like this wave came and all of these doors started opening. Mm-hmm. I started doing speaking events. Again, sharing my story, going through different practices of how we can heal ourselves. I started writing for online magazines. And, you know, it was just it was just a wonderful experience of what unfolded in such a short amount of time, like literally in the span of a year. Towards the end of 2019, I then started leading uh, full moon meditations. Mm. And so, you know, I started that, right? So that happened in September of 2019. And then, of course, you know, we roll into 2020. (laughs) We all know what happens, you know, come March in 2020. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was probably, you know, when I think about how, you know, there are some people who are out there and I know how how COVID and this pandemic has, has affected everybody. For me, yes. Like, it didn't matter who you were, you know, what you were doing. It affected all of us. Mm -hmm. However, for me, I saw it as an opportunity. Like, great, I can actually work on all my stuff now. I don't have to go into work, right? (laughs) And so I was like, great. You know, I started, you know, I was still doing collaborations, doing other projects. And, you know, I thought, oh, my God, like, this is really and truly what it feels like to just get up in the morning and do what Mm. you love to Mm. do in every single moment, Mm -hmm. like just really creating your days. And so in 2020, it was just this, this journey of discovering, okay, Catherine, you've been doing all this stuff. 
you have this time now, okay? You see the way things are shifting and moving very quickly. What I had been doing for the last 18 years, which was retail sales and operations, you know, is not going to cut it anymore. (laughs) There are so many more you know, retailers, and, you know, I'm sure you've seen it yourself just in the last five to 10 years, how many Mm -hmm. businesses are gone. And that's when I said, okay, Catherine, either you're going to choose to just stick with what you've always known to do, or are you going to take that leap now Mm -hmm. and just say, okay, now is the time uh, to shift and grow and do something completely different because your life depends on it. Mm -hmm. And so through the course of 2020, um, you know, there are lots of learnings, yeah. <laughs> lots of understanding what, what what that is from a business perspective and, you know, what is the business and what is it that I, you know, really want to do and how to niche down. And then finally in September, I transitioned out of retail and uh, launched my business. And then it's now been just a few months down the road and I am extremely thankful for what's unfolded because one of these things that I've learned in the last few months is that, yes, I'm growing a business, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it has to earn money. <laughs> yeah. And all those things, right? Yep. Like, I, I get all of that stuff. However, one of these things that I learned from one of my coaches was, you've birthed a soul. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've birthed something. There's a soul to my business. And so come from the perspective that you've been called to do what you're doing for a reason. Mm -hmm. There are people out there that are actually wanting this. Okay. So are you going to be focused on how much money are you going to make this month or through the course of the year? Are you going to focus on why you're doing this? Mm -hmm. The people are going to come. Yeah. And it's incredible because (laughs) That's exactly what's been happening. The more I just allowed myself to trust, Mm -hmm. let go of the control of, you know, knowing the second, third, fourth, fifth step, (laughs) but just, okay, Catherine, what's the one thing that you got to do today? That's it. Mm -hmm. How are you going to show up? How many people are you going to serve? How many people are you going to impact by the work that you do? Answer those questions mm-hmm. that will let me know what it is. And that's all I need to focus on. And just by doing that, it's the people that I've been connecting with has just been, like yourself, has just been absolutely incredible. And so that is where we are today. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. And I, like, the, I, all these interviews I have, obviously, I feel yeah. like energetically they come for a reason. But yours, I knew, was going to be so informational because Mm -hmm. people need to know that. And it can be be a small loss. It can be a large loss. But when you go through grief, it can Mm -hmm. literally completely blind you if you let it for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life. And I think, yes. right? Yeah. And I, I think. Oh, God, yeah. That's a great way to put it. Like, literally. Yeah. It, it, it just like, yeah. it's, even though you're, and, and honestly, uh, when my mom, my mom passed away, it'll mm-hmm. be three years in March. So every, mm-hmm. every, I mean, I still miss her incredibly, right? Of just course. like you still miss your husband. And yes, mm-hmm. I wish she was here every single day, but 
if I was still in the mentality I was when she passed away, I don't even mm-hmm. know where I would be. And it's oh, crazy to even think, like, I try not to think of that state of where I was because mm-hmm. it was just black. Like, even though yes. you try so hard, you put on this big front, mm-hmm. you're like still this happy-go-lucky and people would come up and say, I, I, you're just, you're dealing with your mom so well. But deep inside, I'm like, Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's so I also volunteer at one of the um, grief centers here in Toronto. And, you know, exactly to your point, it's and so, you know, also understanding the difference between a coach and let's say a counselor or a therapist. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what, what that difference is, is that with the coach, you know, they're actually not there to be your therapist, but they're actually, they're there to help you mm-hmm. discover what those tools are to mm-hmm. create a new pathway for yourself out of where your current, where the, mm-hmm. the current state is, mm-hmm. right? And I know this because I went to see a therapist and I remember every single time I went home afterwards, okay, yes, I felt some relief because mm-hmm. I was able to express and mm-hmm. cry and, and say all the things, but then I would go home and then I'm like, now what? Yeah, yeah. Now, now what do I do? You Same, know? Yeah. And, and that was the part that was so painful to just be in it, not knowing what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I understand, you know, we, to allow ourselves to feel through it. But then as you said, imagine staying in that state mm-hmm. for God knows how long. And then yeah. that's when you see people getting sick, yes. you know, cancers on the right, stress, mental health, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. It's because we're not teaching people or people, uh, they don't have the tools to understand how to move through the emotions mm-hmm. as they come, mm-hmm. how to move through challenging situations as they come, mm-hmm. right? And so that's where just for me, it was like, I can't, I can't sit here not knowing what to do with what I'm feeling. So mm-hmm. I was just so focused on understanding, okay, what are the different outlets that I can use to express, mm-hmm. one. And then the second thing was, okay, so, and just, just as an example, okay, I haven't really been consistent with my exercising, but when I exercise, I know this is what happens to my body. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> why not then counteract the cortisol whatever's going in your brain with the happy feel good hormones mm. the more i can produce more of those hormones and then be able to be in that feeling of increasing my you know uh boosting my mood mm-hmm. increasing my focus and concentration well okay now i can think more clearly and i can process through mm-hmm. whatever is happening so much more easily rather than sitting in the crap. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I mean, honestly, that's a big one. There's, there's so many big ones. And, uh, I think even people who have seen grief, like even if you're a little kid and your yes. grandparents die, or mm-hmm. especially when you're a children, cause thoughts mm-hmm. and actions around you impact your adulthood mm-hmm. so much. But even yes. if you're a little yes. kid and you see a friend die, a, a loved one, a relative, it could even be mm-hmm. a pet or something yes. traumatic that you've seen. If you mm-hmm. don't have someone 
that, I mean, you're a little kid at the time, so you would need someone Mm -hmm. to help guide you at, especially at that time. But if you don't overcome it, it's going to transform into your adulthood. And then you're wondering why am I so, well, that's where a lot of depression comes from in my eyes. Why am I so sad? Why can't I Mm -hmm. find happiness? Why are all these terrible things happening to me? Why don't I Mm want to wake up? Why don't I like my job? Why am I not making the money that I've been wanting to? If you like reflect back to, well, what was that thing that mm-hmm. could have impacted me now and did I ever deal with it because as humans unfortunately which is mm-hmm. something that you are trying to break <laughs> through and I'm so grateful for but we <laughs> hold things back oh, so 100%. much so yes. much like imagine if everyone just said how they felt what was on their yeah. mind and if they didn't yeah. want to do something they just said no yeah. I don't want to do it hundred <laughs> percent, you know, it, you know, and it's, it's, it's so crazy because as I, it's almost like, and I don't, I, okay, you know, it's almost like you're going down a, the rabbit hole. However, no, like discerning, okay, what's happening here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like you said, whatever we're experiencing right now or how we choose to live a certain way, how we choose to deal with certain things that all stems from whatever we learned from decades and years mm-hmm. past. Right. And when we, if we didn't know what to do, then we carry it all throughout mm-hmm. our lives. Absolutely. Now you got to imagine as we're moving and yeah. growing and getting older, there's all these other situations that we're experiencing. We're thinking that we're dealing with it. However, we really actually aren't. So mm-hmm. it's almost like, we're we're, peel, we're constantly peeling back those layers to understand, okay, why am I even feeling this way? And how do I understand how to move through it? And what you had said is, see, with death, most people, it, it's such, uh, it, it, it's such, uh, I don't want to say terrible thing, but it's such a loss. There's so mm-hmm. much despair and mm-hmm. sadness around it. But what if, and you know, just to look look at it from a different lens, if we understood from a very early age that yes, physically, mm-hmm. we're here, we're together, mm-hmm. right? But energetically, mm. we we're always we're always around. So mm-hmm. we may no longer be here in the physical form, but we're still here in the energetic yes. form or in yes. the energetic realms, and so. If we actually understood that, hey, you know what, they may not be here physically, but we know they're still around. You know, we can talk to them anytime. Mm-hmm. They show us all the time. You know, mm-hmm. if you believe in synchronicities and signs and all that, they're constantly showing us, right? Mm-hmm. And we've all that had that experience where you know we're we're thinking of thinking of them or if we're thinking of someone, whether they're alive or not, and then all of a sudden, you know, a favorite song comes on. Oh yeah. Or they call you. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like all of those different things. And it's like, okay, yeah, there they are, you know. Yeah. And so if if we just actually saw that, you know what, there actually really is beauty in grief mm-hmm. because of what it teaches us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when we can look at it from that way, it's like, okay all right, yes, this happened. All right, now I know that, okay, 
you know, the days ahead are going to look very different, but then how now can I create it in a way that I'm moving, I'm still moving forward with them. Mm -hmm. It may not be in the physical form, but they're still with me. Absolutely. And creating new memories that way. Yeah, absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to also touch base because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And yes. something I didn't do um, because yeah. I'm pretty sure when my mom passed and, and she got can- uh, cancer and from there mm-hmm. it wasn't too long. Um, so it was 2016 to 2018. Um, but right, like yeah. someone like such a high figure in your life just gone yes. essentially in the blink of yeah. eye. But I did not take, I took, I think I took two weeks and then I went back to work. So oh, wow. I loved when you talked about... Um, how you took a lot of time for yourself and the importance of being yes. alone. Cause I think, and I definitely was, and I'll yes. admit it. And I'm still, I think I still would admit that I don't like yeah. being alone. And I feel yes. like more so because of what happened. So your, mm-hmm. your thoughts around the importance of if you do have um, a tragic loss, the importance yes. of taking time to be alone. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, no, it's, no one wants to feel lonely Mm -hmm. or feel alone. However, that we really actually aren't right. (laughs) And so, so people are scared, like to to think that, oh my goodness, I'm going to spend time alone with myself. Mm -hmm. Oh God, like, what do I even do? And and see here, that's, and, and that's one of the things it's, we have, in a way have forgotten or we get lost with who we we get lost or we get we lose touch with who we truly are at the core mm-hmm. when we spend time in solitude what that allows us to do is to get really present with ourselves and with our thoughts mm. okay and man if <laughs> And, you know, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but when I've caught myself, like, you know, my, the thoughts are racing and mm-hmm. I, I catch it and I'm like, wow, why yeah. is that what I'm choosing <laughs> to have in my mind right yeah. now? It, it's wild, but that's what we're afraid of. We're afraid to see what those things are, hear what those mm-hmm. things are, feel what it is. But, it, you know, being in solid is in solitude is one of the best things that you can do now in that what was also a key piece is having a support system of very selective people Mm. around you to Mm. check in on you. Okay. So I had my spiritual teacher at the time. I had my sister and two of my best friends. So I really Mm -hmm. only had very like four people Mm -hmm. that I had a conversation with and said, look, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. (laughs) I just may not always respond all the time. And, you know, or be going out and I'm not doing all these things. However, check on me at these times or I'll reach out to you. Okay. Just to let you know that everything is okay. So having that support system is also really, really important. But the biggest piece to that, again, is you, you get to really discover who you are. You really get present to facing a lot of things that my goodness, (laughs) many of us are are scared to admit to Mm. or face Mm. And, you know, I I don't know if I had shared this with you, but one of the things that had come through that was also then me being able to share more about, uh, you know, the life that I also experienced as a child, you know, with physical and verbal abuse, Mm. 
was with a lot of gangs, you know, as much as I, there was this other side, there was also the dark side mm -hmm. um, of, you know, people who were, I was surrounded with and, and what I experienced in, in, in that realm. And, you know, realizing that I had wanted to hide those things, not talk about it. Mm -hmm. Those came up for me and then being able to share it. I, I even started sharing about how I was trafficked um, as a teenager. Yeah. And, you know, for the longest time, I was so scared uh, because it was okay if I start sharing this, how is it going to impact other people around me? What mm -hmm. are they going to think? My family, my kids, this, that, whatever. And, you know, once I got beyond that and saying, hey, you know what? This is actually part of who I am. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today had it not been mm -hmm. for all of those experiences. So why am I choosing to look at it as such a bad thing, mm -hmm. as such a negative thing? Because if that is what's something that had to happen in order for me to experience so I can talk about it and share about it, then that yeah. is how that's what's, what's supposed to happen. And it's a lot of these things that come up when you do spend time with yourself. You really dive in to seeing all those parts of you, right? Mm -hmm. The good and the stuff that maybe you, you labeled as bad, but really at the end, it was something that was there to, for you to experience, right? right? right. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, yeah, being a solitude, yeah. I highly recommend it. I still do it now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, in a very different way, I do vision quests where I'll drive somewhere for you know, go to a forest, go on a hike by myself for hours yeah. and just meditate, right? And it's, it honestly is one of the best things that anyone can do for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely uh, like to get out and hike with my dog. And um, yeah. sometimes I'll include other people, but normally I don't because it's like my time yeah. to just go yeah. think whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, here's the one thing that you know, that I've been sharing with, you know, I, I share with everybody is that, you know, put yourself first. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. It really is a good thing because what happens is when you fill your cup, when you fill your cup, yeah, then you can show up even more powerfully and give now because mm -hmm. you're overflowing, mm -hmm. right? Versus you are tired, you're stressed out, you're having anxiety, yeah. you just have low energy. Yeah. Like I, and I, you know, I was that person mm -hmm. at one, you know, one point in time. And I saw the kind of impact that it actually had, not just even on myself, but the people around me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why now time to myself every morning, I have three hours to myself. That's amazing. Before I even start my oh, day. That's why? Amazing. Because I know how much more powerful I show up in a loving space for others yeah. than when I'm not, oh, right? And that. it's, and when, you know, and you know, like for me, knowing what my purpose is, you know, find discovering what that is, knowing what my mission is and carrying that out. It's like, okay, well, if I'm going to be holding space or, you know, people in this container, all of these people, all right. I've got to be yeah. as strong as possible, body, mind, and spirit yeah. to do that, to show up, right? Yeah. To be to be with these people. And that's the only way I can do it. And so that's why for me, it's, it's, a, it's a non-negotiable to not get up and do what I do. And I've seen it on the days mm -hmm. when I 
when I'm missing, if I miss a two or three days, um, if I don't spend that time with myself, it, it starts to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit more cranky. Yeah, yeah. I'm wanting to sleep longer. I'm feeling a little bit more nippy. Yeah. Or I'm getting more emotional. It's like, oh gosh, no. So, yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love, um, normally I'm about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half if I go for a run in the morning, mm. um, three hours, that would be awesome. I should definitely try to yeah. elongate that. <laughs> Um, yeah. because it is, it's so, so, and, and even like put aside whether or not you've had a traumatic experience, it's just important yeah. in general, uh, oh. because yes. you don't want to wake up and then just start constantly mm-hmm. doing things for other people mm-hmm. because then right. it's just going to keep happening and you're going to get burnt out yeah. and that's where the mm-hmm. frustration and lack of energy and then your health declines. And yeah. I'm always telling my sisters that like, you got to do you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You got to take care of yourself. So it's a little true. bit harder when you have younger children, but, um, yes, I know. but it's still important <laughs> to get that time in. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, you know, when, when you said that, like, yes, it's three hours. It didn't start off that yes. way. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> it started at an hour. Yeah. It started at an hour, but then as I started to layer more practices mm-hmm. in, then that's when it lengthened. But because I also saw the difference and how I was also experiencing myself and other people. Mm-hmm. My, my energy levels were increased. I was doing so much more with way more ease. It was like, a, it was a no brainer to say, okay, there's something to this. Yeah. You know, these are not things that, you know, they decided to do thousands of years ago just because yeah. it just seemed great or whatever the reason might be. There really is you know, assigns to it because this is what happens to our bodies when we understand what we can do to heal it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I know, I know. It is important. So I'm eager yes. and I've been eager yes. to hear your response to this question because I have no yes. idea what you're going to say. But when it comes <laughs> to the term ambitious, um, because yes. uh, I love, I love hearing everyone's <clears throat> response to this, but what does yeah. that word mean to you when you hear it? Yeah. You know what? I love that you, that you asked this question. Um, so when I hear it, what I, what I see, what I feel is someone who is very clear on the kind of vision that they have for their life, Mm. regardless of where they're at. It's always going to shift and change. However, at least have some clear vision of what is it that you want to experience? Who are the kind of people you want to have around you? What are those things you want to be doing and feeling like, like how the joy, the, like all of that, what is that? So get very clear, you know, someone who's very clear on their vision, someone who's also focused and aligned with the actions that are going to take them mm-hmm. and fulfill on that vision. And because of that, they're inspired and motivated. And that's what gets them up every single morning to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I think half of that's even in my intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just like that, getting up that willingness to succeed. Oh, and um, I think, but I think also like, the the success will come but you it's also like for me uh ambitious people especially even like having you on it's Mm -hmm. taking that time for yourself because you can't just keep going 
uh, and going mm-hmm. and going, which I think a lot of people view the term. In fact, um, when you Google mm-hmm. ambition, it's normally like these greedy people, they make so much money because they like, they work 24 seven, like blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I'm trying yeah. to kind of reinvent that wheel. And that's when yeah. I have people like you and you, you define it so well. And it's, you know, it, oh, it's, you. it's doing all of those things that obviously make you happy, but the emphasize yes. on making you happy. <laughs> happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, you first. You yeah, first. Yeah, you first. I know. Always. And yes. it, it's, it's hard to do. Um, and I'm sure it's, it was probably even harder to do. Uh, I know a lot of countries, states, whatnot are opening up a little bit more, but I, it's mm-hmm. definitely hard to do when you are quarantined because you more than likely you aren't necessarily living by yourself. So you have people yes. around you. Um, yes. so, and, and honestly, that's probably why a lot of mental health has, has risen because it's like, you don't <laughs> yeah. ever have time for yourself because you're constantly around yes. people, yes. but then those you know, who are by themselves, they also struggle because they can't be around people, right? So it's... connect, whew. yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I hear you on that. I know for myself too, so with um, with my partner now, um, yeah, that was definitely one of the things that we had to deal with yeah. last year, right? It was, you know, how do... With all of these restrictions, okay, so what do we do? And then that's where it's like, okay, let's get really creative around you know, giving each other the space. Mm. So I know for a lot of what I chose to do was, okay, I'm going out for a walk. Mm -hmm. I'm going for a drive, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. he would do the same. Um, And then I know for any of my friends who were alone, it was, okay, I'm going to call them, I'm going to check in on them. But I, I hear you. When, it, when people don't have that support system mm-hmm. or know how to ask for it, mm. it can be challenging. Yes. And yes, that's why you're seeing the rises in all yeah. of those numbers. And um, so for me, it's, it makes it even more so, um, you know, it affirms uh, the work that I'm doing mm-hmm. because then the more people I can reach and teach Okay, these are the different things you, that you can do. It doesn't have to be exactly how I did it, but yeah. from the many things that are out there, okay, what works for you? Yes. What, what is going to yeah. be the best best practice for you to implement? It, you know, it's going to be very different for many people. Yeah. Like I know for myself, it was writing. One other client I was working with, it was dancing. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. okay, get up. Yeah. What's your favorite song in the morning? Okay, you don't like the writing? No problem, but... What's that favorite song? What's the song that you're going to play as your alarm or the first song that you're going to play when you get up and you're just going to dance for a good five, 10 minutes, however long you want to, and just get it all out. But it has to be right when you, you know, first wake up. And so for her, yeah, it was dancing. Yeah. That I I love dancing like that. Those little mini, I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and again, the whole thing is, is that when you're in a household, sometimes it's okay, you know, I don't want to do this in front of whatever. Yeah, but what if yeah. you just let that go? Right. And just really, hey, just be yourself yeah. in that moment. Because it also, a lot of the times when we can just be ourselves that way, we actually give permission for another person unknowingly mm-hmm. to be like, hey, 
Caroline's grooving over there, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She just looks like she's having a party and I want to have that kind of fun too. Yes. So, you know, but, but that's the ripple effect of yes. that. So we just imagine, you know, when you're, you know, when we talk about um, what I shared about being ambitious, just you're literally just showing up and just radiating and shining your light every single moment. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine what that's like. I know. Right. I know. And, so. and you're, you're impacting others doing it. So you're actually yes. doing the world uh, a service because when you yes. get up and you're goofy and people are like, <laughs> okay, this girl's nuts, but like she made me laugh <laughs> and my day isn't as bad. So I'm going to be goofy yes. too. And then all of a sudden your yeah. kids are like, mom, what are you doing? You're so weird. And then they, they chime in on it. Yeah. Your neighbors chime in on it. And it's, Right? That's where all like yeah. the, the love and the peace starts to kind of come together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. As you were explaining that, I was getting uh, chills. Yeah. It's like all my truth, my. Uh, truth bumps <laughs> I know I was I'm even yes. thinking like I should try to record if I just go outside and just start blaring yeah. music and dancing I want I wonder what happens I might record that yeah. and see yeah <laughs> seriously you know one of the things I did actually last summer was um, when I would go out on my walks um I would I would literally dance in the street mm. so that was my walk I was just dancing that's awesome all around, all oh around my the gosh. neighborhood my goodness, it's like the best feeling ever. <laughs> yes, I'm going to try that. That I, yeah. I hope others will you gotta join do in. It. It's yes. So, it's so liberating. So, you know, cars are driving by, people on the bikes, and they're just like looking over, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grooving. It's like the best thing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. So we will yes. kind of wrap up. Um, yes. But as long as you have time, I have time. But um, yes, yes, yes. I do want to know, uh, before we wrap up and before mm-hmm. we get to where people can reach out to you, cause I think a lot, yes. um, are going to want to do that, but what mm-hmm. is, um, a piece of advice <clears throat> that you would give our listeners who are frustrated, uh, who mm-hmm. are feeling lonely and, or, um, unmotivated to, you know, really live life on their terms so mm-hmm. that that piece of advice to them to just kind of like spark that go get it in them. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So there'll be two parts to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first part is the community of people that um, you have around you. Mm. First and foremost, mm. uh, you want to be surrounded truly by people who have nothing but the best intentions to Mm -hmm. see you grow, okay? And these are people that, um, you know, could be doing things in life at a level that you're like, hey, that I want to experience that. I want to know how they're, you know, creating all this abundance in their life, how they're living the kind of life that they are. Those are the kind of people you want to have surrounding you. Uh, checking in on you, being your accountability buddies, whatever that is, but your support system, first and foremost. Mm. The second thing is really pay attention to the words that we choose to say to ourselves, Mm. right? So whether we are in a household and we don't have a lot of space for ourselves, whether you are in a place and you are alone, look at what is the opportunity in this moment right now and 
when you ask yourself that question, start looking at discovering who you truly are, knowing who you are, what it is that you represent, Mm -hmm. and who you choose to be. Keeping it very simple, understanding what those questions are, removing also knowing how to remove anything that can get in the way, mm. the things yeah. that stop us, our habits, our thought patterns, our negative self-talk. That is what I would share with everyone because when we can take those moments to discover who we truly are, then that's when you know the ideas start to come. Mm-hmm. We start to realize, okay, wait, this is the direction that we're going in. Not to get stuck on the second, third, or fourth step, of what that would look like, be like, you know, none of that, which is something that I know I have done quite often was like, well, I need to know what the end result is going Mm. to be in order for me to start it now. But it was like, no, just start it now. You'll figure it out along the way. Right. So what I would share in that with everyone is really taking the time to, the time to understand who they are and where they're at because we really are in a very interesting time where the world is shifting in a completely different way. Yeah. All of the things that we knew and understood as true are like out the window, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, when it comes to how we're working, how we're homeschooling children now. Mm. You know, mm. we have, there's so many more people who have lost their jobs you know, or, you know, how to earn an income, like, mm-hmm. what is all of that? There, there's so many of all of those things. And so we really need to position in our place, position ourselves in a place where we can say, okay, yes, this is what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen next. But what can I start doing today is to start changing the direction of the path that I have been on to one that is more aligned with me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Thank you. Jeez. Thank yeah. you so much, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and so anyone who wants to reach out to you, where is yes. the best place to do that? Cause I know they're going to want to. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. So the two best places to reach me are on Facebook or okay. Instagram. So on Facebook, they can just uh, search Catherine, which is spelled K A T H R Y N E. And then Muller, which is M U L L E R. It's the same thing. It's just Catherine underscore Muller for Instagram. And then I also invite everyone to join the private Facebook group, which is Collective Soul Evolution. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has been an amazing interview. Thank you, seriously, for wow, coming on and sharing. Thank you so much. Oh, I absolutely loved it. And I can't wait Yay. for this episode to premiere. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh. I'm so excited. All right, everyone, that wraps up an amazing interview. Please go check Catherine out and I'll be back next week, but I'm just like blown away. I'm going to go take time for myself and breathe a little bit. And uh, I hope everyone does the same. So I'll talk to everyone next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. 
If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.